0: Hi guys, today we're tackling a big topic, implementing ERP systems globally. Ever wondered how companies manage these huge projects across different countries with all cultural and legal differences? In this episode, we're breaking down the main challenges and sharing key strategies to make it work. Whether you're in the tech world or just curious about global business, you're in the right place. So let's dive into this world of international ERP implementations and make sense of it all. Welcome to MacDrive, a podcast where I want you to get as much value as possible. During my years of working within the IT world and enterprise resource planning systems, I noticed that this area seemed to be unknown and overwhelming for most people. I was fortunate to meet great mentors who taught me how to grow a satisfying career in this field. Also, I was able to build it with no degree in IT. I graduated as a social worker. And I truly believe anybody can learn what an ERP is and grow that knowledge to the point of getting a fun and well-paid job. So dial in if you want to get more understanding of what these systems bring to the business world or you'd like to get more information on what possibilities and value this particular area of IT can bring to you. So just before I dive into each and every single issue and mitigation that we will go through, just a little context for you guys. I've been a part of multiple international projects, including implementing a template around EMEA, working between US, Europe and India. And what i've noticed was that some companies were doing better and moved really smooth doesn't matter which time zones we were talking about and other companies even if the projects were smaller and the distances were not that significant still they had trouble to make the project work and the only thing that was kind of a stopping them was different language or different country so what i'm doing here is just sharing what I've learned from the best PMs and what I actually saw. So the first point is regarding the cultural differences. And as everybody knows, different cultures have different varying business practice, work ethics, and communication styles even. And this can lead to misunderstandings and inefficiencies. And what I've learned and what I experienced is that it doesn't have to be such a exotic environment for let's say us or Europeans. It can happen actually between the countries, which are like extremely, extremely close to each other, like even neighboring countries. All the differences can happen between different States even. And the best thing and the best mitigation that I saw was involving local teams in the planning and implementation process. And even PMs were getting cultural training, the implementation team, and there were like Two PMs, for example, one local and one from the headquarters and understanding this local nuances better was extremely, extremely profitable and made this camaraderie spirit within the project, which turned out hell of a better thing. Because in the end of the day, people are working on the project. doesn't matter if that's an IT part of the project, or if that's an a business part of a project, or if that's the headquarters. Those little cultural things made a real difference. And the main part was that these local teams felt appreciated. And we're really more keen on cooperating with anybody from the outside. Issue number two is compliance with local law. Because different countries have different laws and regulations regarding data, financial reporting and business operations. And what you don't want to end up with is finding out that the things that you were doing in your local country or in other projects within other countries are simply not legal. And you don't want that to happen before go live. You want to know that before you even start working, right? So the mitigation that, again, I saw was working closely with legal and compliance experts to understand and adhere to local regulation. And a very popular practice is customizing the ERP system to meet these varying requirements. And basically, there are two options. You can do it by yourself or you can work with a company, external one third party, which specializes in these localization packages for given country. And of course, each option has its pros and cons, but when you're selecting and cooperating with the third party, you get this guarantee That it's these guys' job to make sure that their customizations that you will install for this country instance of the ERP system has to be up to date. And even anything new comes up, those guys' job is to update the system to the new laws. Alright, point number three, language barriers. That's an elephant in the room, right? Because multilingual environments can lead to communication issues and misinterpretations and errors in data entry or system use even. And I'm saying that's an elephant in the room because every single person that I know puts like English provision or fluent English in their resumes. However, when I worked in the international project where one of the countries was my actual native country, I noticed that the business and some people were actually waiting for the, you know, international team, multilingual team, English speaking team to leave the room. And then the real talk started. Because, yeah, yeah, you speak Polish, man, so we can talk together. And we don't actually understand fully what these guys are saying. And then I understood that sometimes it's either impossible or you need to find a way of communicating within this international team and assuming that everybody speak English fluently. It's just a wishful thinking. So the mediation for this one is, okay, first one, Ensure that the ERP system supports multiple languages, or at least have an instruction in the local language. So every single user, doesn't matter if their level of English, can use the system in the proper way. Right? Besides that, a really good practice that I saw was providing training and support materials in local languages. Right? and even hiring local consultants to run those training. And even if we're talking about stakeholders and managers on the top level, using translators or bilingual team members was necessary and prevented a really big misunderstandings on a high level of decision making. Right, Point number four, time zone differences. Coordinating across various time zones can be challenging for project management, training and ongoing support even. And when the mitigation seems to be quite obvious, if it's not set in stone or at least in a paper, the whole project might get into real trouble. So the solution that I'm talking about is, of course, scheduling meetings and deadlines, considering all time zones and all the things which are included in the project implementation, also using asynchronous communication tools effectively and establishing support teams in different time zones as well. And as I said, this might be 100% obvious, but boy, how many times I've been in the meetings at 8 PM or 5 AM even only because this organization and the governance of the multi-time zone implementation project wasn't set in the beginning by the top management of the project. Alrighty guys we'll stop for today i'll continue in the next episode since i want to keep that short format of the episode still so as a recap we spoke about four main issues within the multinational and multi-country implementation of the erp project and the first one is cultural differences and the mitigation is involving local teams in the planning and the implementation process providing the cultural training to the implementation team to understand the local nuances better. The second issue we talked about was regulatory compliance, and the mitigation was working closely with legal and compliance experts and hiring third-party companies, which are local as well. Issue number three was language barriers, and the mitigation was that ensuring the ERP system supports multiple languages, providing training and support materials in local languages, and... If necessary using translators or bilingual team members issue number four was time zone difference and the mitigation scheduling meetings and deadlines considering all time zones and set up the respect of this time zone differences in the project governance alright as said we'll continue with further issues and mitigations in the next episode thank you very much for joining and as always stay consistent guys peace